everybody. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host. Each week, we begin a path on a different subject that is of interest to all runners. Before I get going with today's episode, I wanted to mention the theme song that I have opening up each show. It's a song called White Crow by a group called X Take R-U-X. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that. It's X-T-A-K-E-R-U-X. It's a great song. I love it. And today we're going to tackle strength training. If you're listening, I'm going to assume that running is your favorite or one of your favorite activities. But it takes a lot for our bodies to keep us going through all those miles. Sometimes we have to do more than just run. Okay, okay. Very small, teeny tiny few of us can just run and not do any form of cross-training, ever. And they never, ever seem to get injured. The rest of us are mortals, I'm included, and we need to rely on strengthening our muscles when we're not running so that we can keep going uninterrupted on road and trail. Like running, it takes commitment and a definite dedication in time, but it is so worth it. Plus, you may find out that you really love it. Just look at it as part of the whole fitness package, like eating right, getting your runs in, the right mental attitude, wearing proper clothes, buying new shoes, and getting enough rest. First, the basics about muscles and muscle structure. There are three types of muscles, cardiac, smooth, and skeletal. Cardiac muscles protect the heart. Smooth muscle is found in the walls of hollow organs throughout the bodies, like the liver, the lungs, the stomach. It is the skeletal muscles that are attached to and move the bones that we will be concerned with. And those skeletal muscles have to be strong enough to transport your body. Your body needs to move. And if they're not strong enough, wherever the weakness is, is where you're going to get injured. There are a few ways you can get your strength training in effectively. If you don't want to spend the money on a gym membership or don't like to be around other people, I get it. I understand it. And you can do mostly body weight workouts at home, along with adding some low-cost equipment to help you out a little more. You can set up a good routine, and as long as you do it at least two times a week, three is better, but two times a week is good for 20 to 30 minutes at a time. Find a nice handful of exercises to do. Five is good. Five to seven. Do two or three sets of each, maybe 10 to 15 repetitions of each, and you're doing great. On the website, there are different exercises to choose from and what parts of the body that they help out the most. What I say may not sit right with a few listeners, but that's why my podcast is a little different. I speak up when others may not want to say anything. I see a lot of folks doing massive repetitive amounts of one exercise, There's no personal trainer anywhere that's going to say that's a good idea. First, 100 body weight squats just isn't going to do you any more good than 50. Metabolism-wise, body weight squats are fine, but your body gets used to it. And if you do 100 squats every day, your body has gotten used to it, so you're not really helping it anymore. You're not getting stronger. You're maintaining the status quo, perhaps, but you could probably stop at like 30, and that would be fine. You don't have to do a gigantic amount. You really don't. And it's, it's better than nothing, but if you keep doing repetitive exercise like that, especially if you do a lot of them in a row, you 
uh, risk injury, your injury, risk of injury increases because of the repetitive movements. Your metabolism levels will stay the same because body weight exercises doesn't improve metabolism rates like heavy weighted exercises. The heavier the weights, the more your metabolism rate is going to rise and the more it will help you lose weight if you're trying to do that. You may not, you know, you may just try to stay in shape and it, it helps. It's like I said, it's better than nothing. And if that's what you want to do, that's great. But you may not be doing as good as you think you are. And if you do insist on doing it because that's what you like. Divide it up into ten, into sets of ten, and do it throughout the day. Don't do it all at once because that way you won't risk injury. It can be a really good thing working out at home, especially if you ha- maybe invest in some weights. Invest in, in a couple 20-pound dumbbells or 15-pound dumbbells, and you can get a really good weighted workout in. That will help you. You know, If you have room for a barbell set, get a barbell set. That will also help you. You know, choosing to work out at home can be a really good thing. You can do it on your own time. You can do it whenever. You can do 10, 15 minutes here. You don't have to go all the way to the gym. You don't have to be around other people. You know, if you've got kids at home, you can watch them, everything. You know, if if you have the space to set it up, I have a teeny little apartment. I have no space for anything. And it's kind of nice. I I joke that going to the gym is the only social... (laughs) This is, is, is the only social life I have, <laughs> which is kind of true and sad, I know, but it is my life. What can I say? The gr- you know, And also, the other great thing about doing bodyweight exercises is that you can do them anywhere. If you feel like going outside, if it's a beautiful, sunny, blue sky day, you can do it outside under fresh air. I mean, you can do push-ups on, in the wonderful green grass and flowers and everything and you can just have a really fun time with it that's what you want you can do them before during or after your run you can make doing little exercises during during your run you know part of your routine if that's what you want the thought of to me the thought of doing strength training before or during or after a run seems way too much because i go all out when i lift I rarely have anything left in the tank afterwards. I'm very tired because I like to do barbell. I do my I do barbell squats one night and then I'll do barbell deadlifts and uh barbell chest presses. I do them each on different nights and they wear me out. Probably more than a run. They I they make me very tired, but I really push myself. But if you don't go hog wild and you like getting it all done at once, maybe that's for you. You know, it's all up to you. It's what you know. It's what you want. However, if you want to go a little farther and you want to test yourself and do do something a little more, then I highly recommend weightlifting. Might be an awesome way for you to go. Years ago, it was thought that runners shouldn't do any heavy lifting and that we should only do light weights, high reps. This has been disproven for a long time now, thankfully. And the better option is to do heavier rep, heavier weights, and lower reps. I still read about runners doing lots of reps with light weights, and I realize it's going to take a long time to spread the word. No, heavier weights won't slow you down. No, they won't bulk you up. And can we females please, 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 please put the pink five-pound dumbbells down for good? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I still see, I still see, you know, Someone at the gym who I know is stronger than that doing doing rows with five pound 
dumbbells. Come on, at least try seven and a half or 10 pound. Try the 10 pound. Rows are not that difficult. I can do 22. I can do rows with 22 and a half pound dumbbells. Surely someone half my age can do them with 10. (laughs) It just makes me laugh. It's like you don't have any sweat. You still got your makeup on and you're not giving it any. You're not testing yourself out at all. You're not doing any work at all. Come on. Drives me crazy. <laughs> I love it though. It also makes me laugh because not all the time. Sometimes there'll be one or two other of us females in the weight area, but once in a while I'm the only female there. And I turned 60 this week. And I'm the only female in the weight area. What is wrong with us? <laughs> you know, stop it. Stop clinging to the elliptical <laughs> machine. Stop just only doing cardio. Start doing strength training, ladies. It makes you badass. Really, it does. There are a couple things you do have to remember if you do decide to lift. There are different ways to do it. There are different ways of working out. You, Some people like circuit training where they work out every body part. They go around the gym and they try the machines. And this works well for people who like machines. If you don't want to do the free weights, uh, there's only like two machines that I use. Everything else is free weights. But if you like the machines because you like a controlled environment you're not that familiar with, you like the controlled environment, and you want to work that way, circuit training is probably a good thing for you. You're only going to do one or two sets, maybe eight reps. Then the circuit training is good. If you want to really get a good workout, though, and get full strength or as much strength training as you can, you want to focus on the different body area each time you go. This is what I do, and it works for me. I realized when I started strength training that there was no way I could work out my legs the day before my long run and actually run. (laughs) I do a short run. I do a shorter run the day after leg day and my legs are dying, but it makes them strong. But there's no way I could run, you know, do a 12 mile trail run after I pushed my legs the the very day before. But as always, you decide what works best for you. You can also set up your reps. You can set up your reps and do light weights first and then move to heavier or do heavier weights first and move to lighter. You can really just set it up how you like it. And there are plenty of w- there are plenty of places to help you. There are lots of apps to give you uh, some good workouts. There's some great websites. Bodybuilding.com is an excellent website to give you some good exercises. As I said, the website has some different exercises you can do, and I have some uh, weightlifting exercises as well that you can take a look at after you after you listen to this. Now, a few years ago, I had bad IT band problems, and um, that's the muscle that runs along the side of your leg. The iliotibial band is what it's called. It runs from your from your hip all the way to your knee. And mine were really mine were really bad, and they were actually bad when I ran the San Francisco Marathon. From mile 13 on, it was very difficult, and I kept going even though it hurt. And it was by far the hardest and worst marathon I've ever accomplished. I spent the second half of that race running until it was too painful to run. Then I walked. Then I ran some more. Then I walked. Uh, repeat, repeat, repeat until the end. It was very miserable. 
after the race, I realized I, I couldn't keep going. I had to take care of it. So I decided, so I went to an orthopedic doctor, paid over $200, and it really didn't help. He even sent me to a physical therapist who gave me some stretching exercises, but that was it. And I couldn't keep going back. I couldn't afford to keep going back. The pain did not go away. At the time, my, my insurance deductible was really high, and I couldn't afford any more doctors. So going to another doctor or going to more physical therapy, that was out of the question. I couldn't do any of that. So I had to do the research on my own. I tried different things. I kept doing stretches. I didn't run. I kept trying to roll. That didn't help. I still felt a lot of pain. Then I started doing a lot more research, and I read where the pain came from, weak hip flexors and glutes. So I started strengthening those areas. I, I did bridges. I did different planks, you know, different planks, different bridges, clamshells, leg lifts. But I also did did weighted squats. And I started to not be afraid of the barbell. Here's a, here's a truth of mine. I was afraid of the barbell. It intimidated me. So I didn't want to do it. And then I said, okay, I have to get over this. This is silly. <laughs> you know, I, I can't be afraid of something. It, it's, 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 not, it's a thing. It's not even a person. So I, so I ha- had one of the personal trainers at the Y help me out. I did barbell squats and, I, and deadlifts. And I watched videos. And with the help of the mirror, the personal trainer, the videos, and everything, I figured out how to do them. I did them two times a week. I did bridges, lunges, squats. And I got the area strong. And after a few weeks, it took a while. I did have to decrease my running. I still ran, but when I hurt, I didn't. The, but the pain eased up. It went away. Not only did I feel better, but I realized in the process that I really loved lifting. And that's how my lifting adventures began. There are times where you have to figure out what's wrong. And that'll be another episode. That'll be another theme about injuries and what we do with them. But that's my history. If you are inclined to lift and you do want to do lifting, I highly recommend at least one session with a personal trainer from your gym. It's of utmost importance to execute the lifts properly. You really have to know how. Bad form can lead to injury, especially when you're lifting things so heavy like that, your back can get hurt so quickly and easily. And it will also help you become not as fearful of heavy weights if you are. Because I was fearful. I'll say that right now. I was afraid. And through one session with the personal trainer and everything, I learned not to be afraid of them. And I realized what what an amazing tools they are. What what great things they are. There There are a few important lifts that can make a world of difference to runners. And they're also listed on the website. But as I say, please get in touch with the personal trainer before attempting on your own. Barbell squats and barbell deadlifts are two of the best lifts for your glutes, hips, and quads. Make these areas strong and your running will improve. It's also good to strengthen the upper body, especially for uphills and sprinting, and for good all-body balanced workout. I mean, it's always good. Runners have to have good posture when they run, so your shoulders have to be strong. So if you only only focus on your core and your legs, your shoulders may not be strong enough. And I'll tell you, when I get tired, I, I tend to lean over and my shoulders hunch. So it's just strengthening those areas, especially with the barbell squats. 
your shoulders have to be straight because your arms are holding the barbell really helps making that shoulder area strong. And there are some exercises that, that help with that, especially if you use dumbbells. A good military press will help you as you sit. That'll help you make that area nice and strong. Now, there's another way you can go. You can also decide to pass up both of these and go the route of yoga. Many millions worldwide swear by yoga, and it's a great way to keep the body limber and strong. If you're new to it and you're interested in it, it's always best to either find a class run by a licensed yoga or yogini or invest in private sessions. I really suggest don't try to do things starting out just by following an online website or DVD as this can lead to injuries. It's super important to get perfect pose and to do your poses right. And if you're beginning, you don't know if you're doing your pose right because you're, you don't probably don't even have the mirrors or something to look at, but you don't know. And by looking at a DVD, how do you know if you're doing it wrong? You could get injured very, very easily. It's vital that each pose is done properly. And for the novice, it's difficult to know. So Find a good yoga class. There's yoga classes everywhere. Find a beginning one. Don't take a hot yoga. Don't take the advanced class. Find a beginning one. You know, find one that, that you're going to be comfortable in, that you're not going to be embarrassed by, that the teachers... F- ask, Talk to the teacher. Find one where they're not going to point you out in class and say, oh, you did it wrong in front of everybody else. You know, I mean, it's you, these are things you have to worry about. So... Get those get those muscles strong so that you can have a fun, great day day of running and many, many more great running days to come. On your rest day, today's rest day reading is a book called Small Pleasures, the school by by the School of Life. Now this is a book I found in a used bookstore we have in town called Green Apple Books. It's an amazing bookstore. I love this place so much. And I can't go in there unless I have money to spend because I will spend money. It's an amazing place. Anyway, so as runners, we sometimes are so busy trying to get the miles in that we forget to look at the world we're passing through. This book reminds us that there is more than just chalking up training runs. More than miles in in our on our Garmin watch, more than miles online, more than miles in our little training book. It's a perfect book for a rest day, as every chapter gives us a brief but detailed look into something simple but magnificent. Yet many many are things that we're guilty of taking for granted. Some of the chapters are the fish shop, grandmothers staring out of the window the song you want to listen to again and again. The writing is a joy. It's such a pleasure to read, and it's brilliantly done. I'm not familiar with the School of Life. From what their website says, they are devoted to developing emotional intelligence. So, okay. I'll take them at their word, as I did enjoy this book. I don't know who the author is. The writing is exquisite chapters are just long enough to finish one and then think about it throughout the day or on your run and there are 52 of them so you can read one a week if you want but you can breeze through it like I did because it didn't take me long to read it because it was just so much fun to read some of the writing and I'll just share a couple of the passages with you this is from the fish shop the fish shop 
isn't simply a place to pick up calamari rings or some cod steaks. It is also a place of re-enchantment. We suffer a fatally easy tendency to become jaded. Things that are familiar lose their power to entice the imagination. Then, looking into the eye of a mullet or contemplating the eternal architecture of a skate fin, one is reconnected with the elegant and bizarre inventiveness of nature. We've been too hasty. We've overlooked almost everything. The world is full of fascination. There is so much to be explored. And we have been led to this renewed appetite by the head of a fish. Isn't that great? I mean, I love that. That's just so cool. And then the other one that I wanted to see, this is really, this is, this is out of a chapter called Crying Cathartically Over the Death of a Fictional Character. And yes, we've all done it. I've done it. We're weeping not simply about the demise of a fictional character. We're crying in acknowledgement of a painful truth. We may only realize the full extent of our love for people too late. We are being agonizingly alerted not just to the possible loss, but to a failure of our own. In crying, we are taking the warning to heart and wishing, if only we could, to properly love the desperately imperfect people at the center of our lives while there is still time. So it's there's just so much in it. And like I said, I wish I I wish I knew who the author or authors was cuz it's it's just great. It's a wonderful book and I think you should read it. It's called Small Pleasures by The School of Life. Thank you so much for joining me. Your listening, encouragement and support is so appreciated. Really I, I can't thank you enough. I, I think you're awesome. <laughs> you guys are the best. You can see all the podcast episodes at the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. You can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, CastBox, Castbox, and Stitcher. And if you do listen on iTunes, please rate us if you can. It, it would mean so much. It would mean the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Email me your thoughts at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmx.com. That's MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmx.com. And like us on Facebook, Martha Runs the World. You got it. <laughs> Until our next episode, let's tie up our shoes and head out for a run. See you next time. Bye.